Hello everyone and welcome back. I am Roger Pipe of RogerViews.com and this is episode 3 of our 2022 AVN Awards podcast series. If you want to get caught up on what we've done so far, check out the first two episodes anywhere you listen to your podcasts. You can find out what it is we do. Basically what we're doing is we're breaking down the 96 categories for the 2022 AVN Awards coming up later this month. Go over the nominees talk about the stars, the projects, give a little insight, hopefully get some of your feedback along the way, answer some questions, and just kind of have a good time, all the while making sure that we honor the nominees. Uh, as I said, feedback is important. Rog at rogerviews.com is your email address. Also, Roger T. Pipe over on Twitter. Uh, if you happen to be li- listening to the podcast through my site, there's a little feedback button at the bottom. You are welcome to compose a little message. Just try and keep it nice if you're talking about the nominees. Uh, sponsorships are available. Reach out to me at any of those places. We will give you a shout out for your site, your company, your favorite star, whatever it is you want. And uh, that's about it. If you are following along, avnawards.com, click on the nominees button at the top, or you can go avn.com forward slash awards forward slash 2022 underscore nominees. Might just want to go to avnawards.com and click on the nominees button. We are about an eighth of the way down, we're going to get started with a category that we're going to talk about later. Best foursome slash orgy scene. So not to bury the lead, but kind of interesting that it's those seem like two very different things to me. I understand why they're, they're put together, but very different. Uh, there's some good ones here. Mistress Maitland 2 from Deeper. I had Maitland Ward, April Olsen, Jasmine Wild, and Lulu Chu and Isaiah Maxwell. Really good scene. Also, Eat Me from Brazzers, Angela White, Kendra Sunderland, Mona Azar, and Mick Blue, which is a, basically a three-on-one, obviously. Uh, the Luckiest Guy from Yummy Girl, uh, Misty Stone and Daya Knight in Glory Hole Initiation, so Misty and Daya and Guys in the Glory Hole. So there's a lot of different types of scenes here. There's a lot of three-on-ones. There's some two-on-twos. Uh, the Glory Hole scene's very different, obviously. And again, we'll, we'll come back to this. But I like the category. I think... The Maitland Ward scene's probably going to win, although, you know, and again, break out your shot glass. Roger's going to praise an Angela White scene again. Uh, Angela and Kendra Sunderland together with uh, Mona Azar. Mick Blue, um, I know it's further down the list, the title of the luckiest guy, but Mick Blue might win it for that day. Um, Sleepless Night Scene 3, Digital Playground, Abigail Mack, Lena Paul, Alex Jones, and Cody Steele. That was also good. Uh, but to me, a, a two-on-two scene is very different than a three-on-one, uh, which is very different than an orgy. And we've talked about it in the past. That's not my favorite genre because they're usually not shot very well. It's usually just too much going on to really enjoy any one thing. And I always find myself gravitating toward my favorite thing. It, it's kind of like a buffet, right? Except you keep wanting to go back and having more of the stuff you really like. But uh, we, again, we'll, we'll we'll get back to this because I got a really good um, question and comment. But those are again, I think I'd probably put money on the Maitland Ward scene, uh, best gangbang scene, which three on one is not apparently more than three on one is. Uh, there's some really good one. The one that I think is going to win absolutely is influence Emily Willis uh, scene for Emily Willis with Rob Piper, Anton Harden, Isaiah Maxwell, and T Real great way to finish a, a movie that was outstanding. Um, but again, Maitland Ward, um, Muse season two, Maitland had her group scene. That's going to be really tough to beat. 
Um, I, I have a feeling Emily's going to win, but that would be uh, a close one. Uh, there's also one Pass Around Wives, episode one from Purgatory, Natasha Nice, with John Strong, Chad Alva, and Rex Ryder. Natasha just keeps getting hotter. Um, really, really outstanding. Outstanding scene. And of course, again, I uh, hope you've recovered from your last shot. Angela White has a scene in Anal Savages 7. Angela Jules, Zach Wilde, and McBlue. One of my favorite movies of the year. From my favorite performer of the year, a really great scene. Might be the best. Certainly the hottest. But I I have a feeling Emily Willis is going to win, and it deserves it. It's a great scene. Uh, best girl, girl sex scene. Uh, again, not exactly my favorite genre, but what I like about this list is these are all really good scenes from a genre that I'm not really drawn to as much as some other ones, so it kind of makes it interesting for me. Primary Season 2 had a lot of good scenes. The Kira Noir uh, Victoria Vox scene is one of the best in in that project and one of the best on this list. Uh, Light Me Up uh, from Slade, Vanna Bardot, and Emily Willis. I think it's going to be a big year for Slade. It's a, a new brand from the same people that brought us Vixen and Deeper and Blacked and Tushy and the Raw series. So I think that's going to draw a lot of attention. Uh, other scenes I really liked on this list, Gianna Dior and Lacey Lennon, uh, Digital Flesh Episode 2 from Digital Playground. I I really liked the year that Lacey Lennon had. I, I hope that she wins some awards. She really did a lot of great work. And then, of course, Bad Company Auditions from Deeper, Riley Reed and Ryan Reed. Just Riley just keeps getting better. I really love her work. So I, I have a feeling the Slade scene is going to win, but there's some really good ones on this list. Best Gonzo Movie or Limited Series. Uh, Flesh Hunter 15 from Jules Jordan is the best on this list. I'm just going to flat out say it. One of the top ten movies of the year, maybe a top five. Certainly the best on a really good list. Oiled Up 7 from Elegant Angel was really good. I liked Red Room from Wicked Pictures. It, it's a different vibe. It's not quite as gonzo hardcore, but it has some really pretty lighting. I liked it a lot. Same thing with Glamcore from Wicked. This is one of those series where it's almost not fair to put those two movies up against Flesh Hunter 15 or Oiled Up because it's just such a different vibe. Uh, Black Beauties 3 also good. Uh, All Black X. Uh, a, a new banner that I really like, and a movie that I really liked. So I just cannot say enough. This one, Flesh Hunter 15. Best Gonzo series or channel. You got some of the big hitters in the history of Gonzo porn. Bang Bus, Naked from Digital Playground, Nympho.com from Nympho, Public Pickups from Mofo, Rammed from Bang, Raw from Manuel Ferrara, Rocco's Intimate Castings from Rocco and Evil, Slut Inspection, Full Porn Network, Uncut from Mick Blue, and V or Volume from Blacked. Uh, Slut Inspection's fun. I uh, got a chance to review some of that this year. That was really fun. I love Rocco's Intimate Castings. Uh, I I like that over time, he's just really gotten comfortable with, with letting the performers do what they're good at so that it doesn't always feel the same. It doesn't feel form- formulaic. Uh, Raw is Manuel, a girl, and a couple of cameras, and it's really simple, but it's always good. Bang Bus still does their thing. It's still pretty good. It, it's not always easy to shoot in a moving vehicle so some of the angles aren't always perfect but it always has great heat all of that said i think blacked raw has a really good chance of winning 
and consistently might be the best on this list. Uh, best group sex movie or limited series. Angela Loves Threesomes 3. Uh, break out your shot glasses, guys. It's going to happen again. DP Master 7 from Jules Jordan is excellent. Double Penetration Fixation from Darko is excellent. DP Me 12 from Hard X is excellent. Share My Boyfriend 24 from Mofos is excellent. Threesome Fantasies 9 from Vixen is excellent. All of those are excellent. Angela Loves Threesome is better. It's it's the four scenes that are just perfect. And what makes them perfect is that they're shot in a way that brings the threesome fantasy to the forefront. And although it obviously looks very similar to other Gonzo movies that Angela shoots, there is a distinct flavor to it. And it, it stands out. Now, it helps that you have Angela White as, as a lead in all four scenes. Go ahead, take your shot. That obviously helps. But... It's still an excellent movie, and it's one of those that if that's your thing, two girls, one guy fantasy, especially if you like two naturally busty performers, because pretty much all four scenes have Angela and other naturally busty performers. You know, Angela Loves Threesomes 4 should have Natasha Nice with Angela. There. There's my casting advice for the next one. But that's the best in this category. It might not win, because there's some excellent choices as well. Best Ingenue Movie or Limited Series. Again, some good ones. Uh, Ripe 10 from Jules Jordan is good. Rocco's Psycho Teens 15 was excellent. Um, Mixed Porn Star Initiation 4 I liked a lot. Uh, Cute Little Babysitter 10 from New Sensations. Um, Coming of Age 7 was good from Erotica X. It's got a softer feel to it than some of the others, but I really liked it. Best on this list for me is still Starlet's 2021. The Elegant Angel uh, category showcases, I don't know what we call those, but you know it's not a single performer showcase, but a category showcase. All those movies are good. Starlet's, MILF Performer, Performer of the Year, those are really well-made movies, and that's probably my favorite on this list. Best Ingenue Series or Channel, Amateurs Caught on Net from Net Video Girls, Babysitters Wanted, Reality Junkies, Barely Legal from Hustler, Bratty Sis, New Biles, Daddy's Girl, Family Sinners, Don't Break Me, Mofos, Extra Small with a Bunch of X's, Team Skeet, Girl Scout Nookies from Lethal Hardcore, Real Teens from Bang, and A Stepfather's Desire from Digital Sin. Barely Legal's been around forever, and change directors change directions, but it's still, still pretty consistent. Uh, Digital Sin makes great-looking, tight, fantastic projects. I'm not really into Fosest. The Stepfather stuff, I think it's been overdone, but it, that's a great series. It's, that's probably my favorite series there. Um, but again, there, there, it, it kind of is a different feel, too, right? So one of the things I always try and talk about and be honest about is when we're looking at a category like this, how much does the critic's personal personal draw matter? Right, because okay, the the amateurs caught on cam. That's a new girl interview, uh, first time on camera feel. Barely legal always has different vignette stuff. You've got the Fosest with Braddy Sis and Daddy's Girl and Stepfather Desires. You've got Girl Scout uniforms with Girl Scout nookies. You've got Extra Small, which is about petite girls. So the and the babysitter fantasy. So how much does the individual critics? interest in a certain fantasy or genre sway the vote. I try hard not to let it have too much. You can't help it. But again, I'm not particularly into the Fosset stuff, but the Stepfather's Desires movies consistently look better than anything on that list. 
Not that the others look bad, but those always look excellent. And probably, you know, that that's I, I try to make sure that that factors in to how I vote, not just the stuff that I like the most. That, that's me. It, it's always a balance. I don't think you can be, you know, 100% pure on those things. All right, moving into Best International. We have a number of different types of sex scenes. Best International Anal Sex Scene. A couple of standouts here. Uh, Gia, Episode 4 with Gia, Lisa, and Christian Clay was a really, really great scene from a great movie. going to be very difficult to beat. Uh, a couple of other ones, too. Art of Anal Sex 13 with Maytai and Christian Clay from Tushy. Also excellent. Uh, also uh, Little Caprice and Marcello Bravo from uh, Anal for Caprice. That that was a good one as well. Uh, Rocco Sofredi Films, uh, Cherry Kiss Undefeated Scene 4 with Zawadi and Joss Lescaf. Uh, also very good, but I think she is probably going to take that one home. Uh, Best International Boy-Girl Sex Scene. Uh, there are some good ones. Eric Everhard with Sybil uh, from uh, the Spanish Stallion Fields of Slu- Field of Sluts. Uh, the Thrill of Getting Caught, Club Vixen 8, uh, Baby Nichols and Alberto Blanco was very, very good. Uh, Give In from Vibes 3, Lexi Bell and Alberto Blanco. Lexi Bell looks fantastic these days. One of my favorite scenes. That's probably my favorite scene in this category. Some some good stuff there as well. Uh, best International Group Sex Scene. Uh, Better Together uh, from Vibes 4 from Vixen, Emily Willis, Little Caprice, Apollonia, La Pareda, and Alberto Blanco. Um, yeah, that's one lucky guy in that scene because those three women are fantastic that one's going to be tough but it's also got Gia episode 3 with Gia Lisa, Sonia Blaze and Manuel Ferrara to contend with that one was really good uh, Rocco Psycho Teens 15, Laya Silver Martina Smeraldi and Eric Everhard also a really really good scene You know, take your pick there, top of the ballot looks strong uh, Best International Lesbian Sex Scene I just recently posted Guilty Idea Part 1, Tina Kay and Alyssa Bounty. Um, the energy was a little low, but the both women are beautiful. It was shot. It's absolutely gorgeous, if that is the kind of thing that you really like. Uh, little Caprice is in here again from Caprice Diva Luscious with a good scene. Uh, Get In from Mixed X, Romy Indy and Amira, Amira Adara. That was a good one. Uh, Three Horny Bunnies from A Girl Knows, Gia Lisa, Elias Silver, and Sonia Blaze. Uh, was really good. Another Spanish Stallion movie, uh, Sybil's Power of Seduction. Uh, Sybil and Cassia Nord. I like that one. I I really... Mm, tough one. If I had to pick just one, the, the Romy Indian, the Romy Indy scene from Mixed X was probably my favorite. And last one, Best International Production. Uh, B&B Family Business in Belgium from Mariska X. Uh, Betrayal from Dorcel, Mona, Mona Moore from Union, Devil in Disguise, Sinful X, True, Greek Truth or Dare from Serena Entertainment, J&M Airlines, One Night in Barcelona from Dorcel, Sluttish Joy Bear, uh, Three Lust Cinema, and Young Harlots Break the Rules. The Young Harlots series has been one of my favorite for a long time. It's always fun. It's well shot. It's hot. This one's good. It's exactly what you'd expect. It's very, very good. Uh, three from Lust Cinema. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, but in this category, for me, One Night in Barcelona from Dorcel was the best. And it was it was great. It had a nice, light little story. Um, Great-looking cast, good sex, beautiful lighting, 
uh, it was the kind of movie that I wanted to watch to the end to see what was going to happen, and that was my favorite. So that's it for the categories. As I've mentioned several times, feedback is absolutely key to this podcast. So I want to go ahead and turn to our first feedback. That came through Twitter, uh, Roger T. Pipe over on Twitter. You can also email me, Raj at RogerViews.com. Did not say if they wanted their name on this, so this will uh, be anonymous for now, but some good points and and some questions here. Um, It's about how the group sex category has changed over the years. Uh, 2018, it was best group sex and gangbang together in one category. Uh, 2020 and 2021, they removed those two, so it was best uh, group scene and separately best gangbang. And now this year, the best group sex scene uh, is now best group sex scene and foursome scene. Uh, the point of, of this comment, I think Avian should have given group sex definition and not keep changing it every year. Their definition would be at least two plus three people from each sex having sex with each other. The uh, the commenter basically says that three-on-one is very different, and, and I would agree. I, I would say that three-on-one is very different than two-on-two. The, the way it's shot, the way it's edited, uh, the, the whole thing is going to change. And that that's different from a gangbang. That's very different from an orgy or a group scene. Uh, it's kind of like, to me, it's like music, right? It's different genres of music. Not every beat is going to work in every genre. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. It just means that it's a very different animal. And if we look at that category, we went over it, uh, there is best gangbang scene. And then there's best foursome orgy sex scene. And it looks like pretty much everything is a foursome. Three-on-ones, lots and lots of three-on-ones. Now, what I wonder, I guess the the Misty Stone Day and Night Dog Fart Blow Glory Hole might fit more into your definition. I guess it depends on how many guys there were there. Um, but there's at least two and multiple. But a lot of it is two-on-two two or three-on-one, which I happen to like both of those types of, of scene. But it is very different from uh, a, a big group scene. And if we look at the best group sex movie, Angela Loves Threesomes, Carnal Threesomes, Double Penetration, that's a threesome, DP Masters, Threesome, DP Me 12, Threesome, uh, The Only Way is Swinging, Share My Boyfriend 24, that's Threesomes, Things Your Wife Won't Do, Threesome Fantasies, and Wet and Wild Threesomes. So even in the best group category, you're primarily looking at threesomes. So I absolutely see your point about group scenes. I, I really wonder if there's enough being shot to to make it fill up an entire category. We've mentioned in the past, I really like a, a really well-shot group scene. But in generally, in general, they're not my favorite because my interest in whatever it is we're looking at it at, at a certain time varies so dr- so dramatically. Um, I, I always kind of harken back to way back in the '80s uh, when Vivid had features and and a an editing style I called intercutting. Um, there'd always be two scenes going on at once, um, and they'd cut back and forth. You watch one for a few minutes, then switch to the other, and then go back and forth. And uh, no offense, but it quite often seemed to involve Ginger Lynn and Sharon Mitchell, two performers who I had vastly different interests in watching. And it would always cut from one that I was really enjoying to one that I wasn't. And I I never liked that. I was happy when we got rid of intercutting when it didn't fit with a, a narrative at all, no reason for it. And I kind of feel the same way in most group scenes. Inevitably, there's one or two 
performers who draw your attention, and there's going to be one or two you might not be as interested in, and keeping everything hot when you have that dynamic is difficult. You're not going to have eight, let's go with five. Let's say you have a five-on-five orgy scene. You're not going to have five A-list female performers usually. You're going to have a couple of A's, a couple of B's, and maybe a filler C in there somewhere. So that that's always my uh, the challenge for me with group scenes like that. But I see your point. They're, they're very different. And I, I do like that AVN continues to adapt their categories. But I, I would imagine if you're trying to shoot or trying to look for a really good orgy scene, it doesn't help when the categories keep changing and you're not going to find it. It Again, it harkens back to personal taste, right? You know, if, if a certain critic happens to like, you know, three-on-one more than two-on-two, then it, that's the voting is going to indicate that. A uh, couple of other parts to your comment that I really liked. I think Avian should introduce new categories, best intro and best BTS. So I'm curious, intro, I mean, some companies still make really great title sequences that, that can be really hot. But intro to a scene, they've got best like solo and tease. And I always feel like best solo or tease performance are, are different, again, for that same reason, right? The the tease is kind of the introduction to a scene to me where solo might might be a just a whole solo scene. Um, so maybe that's what you mean. And BTS, um, I'll tell you who would, who would love this idea is uh, my departed friend, Den. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the most prolific online adult critic ever. Uh, last check, I think he had more reviews than the next four of us combined. Den was fantastic and a great person. And he loved BTS. He loved watching every second of it and then praising the really good ones. He would he would love your idea. I wonder what we would be critiquing. What would make it best, most entertaining, most creative. I used to love the JM BTS reels because they were such train wrecks and sometimes hard to watch. And then you, you pull out your, your Pirates DVD from Digital Playground. You've got great filmmaking BTS. So um, it would be interesting to see what would be in there, uh, but I think it's a good idea. So I thank you very much. Uh, and again, didn't mention your name because you didn't say if you wanted it anonymous or not. If you're going to do feedback, let me know. If you want me to give you a shout out, I will. If you want it to be anonymous, tell me and it'll remain that way. But I really appreciate it. Good questions and interesting topic. So that's going to wrap it up for episode three. I thank you for joining me. This one ran a little longer than usual because of the great feedback. I really appreciate it. Again, Roger at RogerViews.com or Roger T. Pipe over on Twitter. That is it. Please uh, come back for episode four as we continue through the 2022 Avian Awards podcast series. Until then, I am Roger Pipe from RogerViews.com, and this is where I usually say something meaningful like, you know, go do something nice or hug someone you love. Just, uh, Do some good. Come back and listen to another podcast.